Let's do this! Thank you so much for tuning into today's story. Don't forget to rate and follow so you never miss out on all the Ryers Readers fun. And if you're looking for even more fun, come join me on the Ryers Readers Patreon page where you can find ad-free episodes, bonus content, and even become a Ryers Readers celebrity. Before we get into the story, do you want to know a fun fact? Did you know that the Tasmanian Devil is the largest meat-eating marsupial in the world? They have very powerful jaws and make a very loud screeching sound, which helped them get their name, especially since they are nocturnal. Pretty cool, huh? Okay, story time! Today, we are going to read Wild About Books by Judy Sierra. It all started the summer of 2002 when the Springfield librarian Molly McGrew by mistake drove her bookmobile into the zoo. Molly opened the door and she let down the stair, turned on the computer and sat in her chair. At first, all the animals watched from a distance, but Molly could conquer the strongest resistance. By reading aloud from the good Dr. Seuss, she quickly attracted a mink and a moose, a wombat and oryx, a lemur, a lynx, eight elephant calves, and a family of skinks. In a flash, every beast in the zoo was stampeding to learn all about this new something called reading. Forsaking their niches, their nests, and their nooks, they went wild, simply wild, about wonderful books, choosing thin books and fat books and cat-in-the-hat books, and new books and true books and heaps of how-to books. Giraffes wanted tall books, and crickets craved small books, while geckos could only read stick-to-the-wall books. The pandas demanded more books in Chinese. Molly filled their requests, always eager to please. She even found waterproof books for the otter, who never went swimming without Harry Potter. Raccoons read alone, and baboons read in bunches, and llamas read dramas while eating their lunches. Hyenas shared joked with the red-bellied snakes, and they howled and they hissed till their furry, funny bones ached. A tree kangaroo who adored Nancy Drew began solving mysteries right there at the zoo, such as, why were the bandicoots books overdue? Gently, Molly taught lessons in treating books right, for the boa constrictor squeezed Crypter too tight Baby bunnies mucked up Goodnight Moon with their paws. Giant termites devoured the Wizard of Oz. And Bear's loves of books was completely outrageous. They licked all the pictures right off the pages. Tasmanian devils found books so exciting that soon they had given up fighting for writing. They made up adventures so thrilling and new that the others decided to be authors too. 
pythons wrote with their tails, penguins wrote with their bills, and porcupines wrote with their very own quills. At the new insect zoo, bugs were scribbling haiku. The scorpion gave each a stinging review. As the cheetah's new novel began to take shape, he read chapters each night to the Barberry Ape. And although the gazelle couldn't spell very well, like everyone else, she had stories to tell. Imagine the hippo's enormous surprise when her memoir was given the Zoolitter Prize. With so many books, Molly knew what to do. She hired 12 beavers, a stork, and a new to build a branch library there at the zoo. Then the animals cried, we can do it ourselves. We can check the books out. We can put them on shelves. And they did, and they do up to this very day. Three cheers for the zoobrary. Hip, hip, hooray. When you visit the zoo now, you surely won't mind if the animals seem just a bit hard to find. They are snug in their niches, their nests, and their nooks, going wild, simply wild, about wonderful books. The end. Don't forget to stick around to see if you can answer today's paying attention question. Go. Do you think you can answer today's paying attention question? What was the new library at the zoo called? If your answer was the zoobrary, you did it! Great job! You sure were paying attention. I hope you enjoyed that story. I wonder what we're gonna read next. <laughs>